welcome along to We Blether About, a podcast from the academic skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches and I'm one of the academic skills advisors at the university. So today we want to have a wee blether about time management and that's a skill that can be really quite tricky when you're trying to balance studying at university with home, life, work and other commitments. And with more people working from home in recent times that has become even more difficult. So today I'm joined by Ben Farrar. Hi Ben. Hi. And Dr. Kevin Wilson. Hi, Kevin. Hi there. My fellow academic skills advisors. So we're going to have a little chat about uh, time management, hopefully some hints and tips about what works for us. And maybe just to remember that it's maybe not necessarily about working harder, but working a bit smarter and using your time in the most efficient ways. Having said that, how good are we at time management? Um, I'll, I'll maybe kick off on this one. I must admit, I used to be really bad at time management. Terrible. In fact, it was the sort of standing joke amongst my friends that I was always 20 minutes late for everything. And I think at some point I realised that I'd actually got into that habit of always being late and ex- and sort of expected to be late. And I, and I actually thought that's actually quite annoying for everyone else. And I'm not quite sure what made me change. Maybe the fact that I was a journalist when I went into journalism time is quite crucial. So if you've got literally 15 minutes to write 300 words, that kind of concentrates the mind a bit. So maybe that doing that job helped improve my time management. I'm not sure. Um, what about you, Kevin? What's your time management like? Um, per- personally, my personal time management is still very poor. I like to think professionally. Um, I've kind of upped it a bit since, uh, since I was a student, but, you know, for me... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my team leader might say something different to that. But uh, yeah, I, I think I, I've, I've been the same. Uh, Mark, and again, I think my I say I wouldn't even say it was a joke amongst my friends because a joke would imply that it was funny. Um, but I'm, I'm late. But uh, yeah, I, I do have a habit of, of being late quite a lot. Um, but you know, I think when it comes to uh, you know the stuff we're going to talk about, I think over the years of of of, of um, like you, um, learn to become a bit more, uh, a bit better at managing my time in a, in a kind of professional way. Mm, yeah. What about you, Ben? You're, you've stayed quiet so far. So does that mean that you are good at time management and you're just shocked to us or you're not good at time management? Um, <laughs> no, I used to be very, very bad at time management. And I, I totally get the thing you were saying, Linda, where it's like you almost get into that habit of like, well, I'm the late person. I'm the person yeah. who's late. And that's my that's my personality quirk, um, yeah. you know, which is fine when you're like, you know, a certain age. But as you say, when you get into kind of doing professional stuff and careers and that kind of thing, um, you know, you are expected to turn up on time and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think I've gotten a lot a lot better at it and now things do tend to get get done on time and I, I think just generally it, it's it's part of a, a broader set of skills in terms of I just feel like I'm a lot more organized now you know if somebody asks me what my jobs are for this week and when I need to get them done I kind of know um, whereas if you'd have asked me you know a few years ago I'd have probably said I, I don't know they're written down somewhere don't ask me um, mm. so I think it's a it's a broader thing but yeah um, very similar in terms of it's it's not it's not something that came incredibly naturally to me. It was something that sort of developed over time. Yeah, I think that's interesting, that point you made, Ben, about sort of knowing what you've got to do in a day. So I find nowadays that 
the best time management for me has been quite intentional about what I've got to do. So I do tend to like in the morning, I have a list of the things I want to do that day, certainly at work, um, of what I kind of want to achieve that day. And then for the next day, you know, at the end of the day, if I've got time, I try and tick those off and then think about the next day so that when I sit down to do something, I don't waste time procrastinating. And I suppose procrastination is, you know, they say that's the thief of time, don't they? And that's the kind of thing that then you sit down at your desk and you waste a lot of time thinking about, well, what am I going to do now? But I guess as students, you know, especially if you are working and you've got family commitments, you just don't have time for that, really. You've got to be more organised. How do you, how do you, supposing you think, right, I know I need to manage my time, what is a way to start doing that? I'll ask Kevin initially. What's a way to start thinking about how to, to set up and manage your time if you know yeah. that you've only got limited time to do things? I mean, just you know, just what you said. I think I think that it, it's so unbelievably simple. You know, writing a list or writing a you know even better like a a, a day plan or something. Like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's so obvious. You know, it sounds like that advice that we're giving people that probably already know. But if you've got lots of you know, I, I, personally, if I've got lots of things to do and lots of different tasks, what I find myself doing is I'll be thinking about them as if I'm juggling them all in my head. You know, I can you know one thing pops in my head, I'll need to do this, and then something else pops in and. You keep switching around all the different tasks you need to do, and but because you don't have that focus on you know one at a time, it's so difficult to get, even get started with it. And just allotting um, different tasks to different times in the day, um, or even not times, even just in a certain order or, or a to-do list, it kind of externalizes it, and it takes that weight off you know off you where whereby you don't really have a clear sense of everything that you've got to do. As soon as you can see it down in front of you on a bit of paper or on a, you know, on the screen. And then you can start really just taking, it's like once you can start taking one thing at a time, crossing things off, you know, it's good. It's, there's a really feeling of satisfaction from a, a to-do list where you're, where you're just crossing things off. Sometimes I, f- I forget something that I was going to put on, that I was going to do it, you know, do it and then put it on the to-do list so I can cross it off straight away. You know, you still get the, still get the bonus points from it. I but, do that. I mean, <laughs> um, in terms of like a, actually like a planner, I think that, the, the, the benefit of that is it gives you, you know, a clear sense of not just, you know, what you need to do, but also the hours that you've got, because it's um, it's so easy to think you've got a full day or a full week. But once you actually block off all, you know, the first thing I would say is to block off all the time when you can't actually, if we're thinking about academic work, do any academic work. So any of your parental responsibilities or family responsibilities, all these t- things that you have to do, there's no way around them, but that you know that you can't be doing any academic work in and then what you've got is a clear image of a visual representation of how many hours in the week you've actually got for your 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 uni work your academic tasks once you've kind of like you know taken away all the other things I think that's a really you know important point and again it just comes back to what we're saying here just about externalizing it getting it out of your head and down it somewhere where you can where you're not then having to juggle all these things and, and without a clear sense of what's got to be done. Yeah, and I think once you do that, you can sort of prioritise tasks as well. So I I try to mix tasks up a little bit because I might have a day where I've got something relatively quick to do and I might do a few little quick tasks and then do something longer. Other days I'll I'll just commit to one sort of bigger task, but it's it's about knowing what you've got and then trying to work that the best way that works for you because I think that is the thing with time management. It, it's quite personal, isn't it? Um, yeah. And 
I yeah. think just 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 to, to add a bit prioritisation. I think that um, it's so easy again if you're juggling tasks in your head to to just settle in on the one that you're kind of more comfortable doing. And it's, it's I think if you don't put them down, it's easier for us to 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 just go with the one that we that we wanted to do. And what happens then is the one the more difficult task is sometimes the one which uh, which gets put off put off, and and, and oftentimes that's the, the the one that probably is more important. Yeah. Yeah. And Ben, what do you have any sort of time management tips that have worked for you if you're sort of advising students about how to, you know, start tackling time management? Do you have any sort of things that you do that you think are particularly useful? Um, I often say sort of think about it in terms of and we love an analogy on this show. We do. Um, it's sort of like if you are going on holiday or you're going on a trip or something like that and you're packing a suitcase, um, there are certain things that you just have to bring um, and you can't get rid of them. And I think in the same way as your schedule, there are certain things that you kind of have to put in there. And specifically, there are also going to be certain things that um, you can't bend around. So like if you're a student, you know, if you've got a lecture at 12 o'clock, you need to be at that lecture. If you've got a seminar at three o'clock, you need to be at that you know, seminar at three o'clock. If you're picking your kids up at five o'clock, you need to do that. And so yeah. there are certain things that have to happen at certain times of day and for certain amounts of time. So they're quite rigid and you can start with them as you're sort of building blocks. And, you know, that's like your, you know, your passport, your son's creed, whatever, that kind of stuff. And then you start to add in the things that, you know, you still need to do, but they can, you can kind of bend around them a bit and that kind of thing. So it's almost like, you know, to stick with the analogy, it's like you need clothes, but which clothes and, you know, which ones do you bring and which ones do you prioritize and that kind of thing. And then by the end, you're looking at things that maybe are things that you would quite like to do, but maybe don't necessarily need to be done right now or don't necessarily need to be um, done at all. You know, they might just be things that you kind of want to do. You know, we, we talk about, you know, things like taking breaks or, or, you know, adding in things that maybe are sort of, you know, not necessarily treats, but kind of things that, um you know, are kind of nicer things to do and that sort of stuff. But if you really are up against it, you know, particularly if, if you've got deadlines coming up or, you know, you've got an exam or something like that and you know you've got very limited time, then it's a case of kind of building it around. So I would say start with the things that you kind of can't change and that you know you have to have in there and then sort of build outwards from there because you, you know, as a university student, you already have some kind of structure and some kind of yeah. timetable to build around. So you've actually got quite a good starting point um, in terms of working that out. So, you know, if you know that you've got, you know, a day where it, it's all one topic, you know, why not prioritize kind of doing some essay work or something like that on that particular topic? Because then you know that you're already going to have it in your head that day or something like that. So, mm. yeah, yeah, that's that's how I would suggest approaching it. I don't know if yeah. it'll work for everyone, but that's kind of how I think works quite well. And what is the view of everyone on taking breaks? Because I always think it's a bit of a counterintuitive thing, taking breaks, because you think, well, I've got all this stuff that I need to do. So, you know, going away from a desk, going for a coffee, going out for a walk, that's not going to help. But I know that for me in the times where I actually factor that into my time management, it actually makes quite a difference to how productive I am when I am working. Has anyone else found that? Do you find that, Kevin, like just taking breaks? Yeah, I mean, if, you know, I think it's, you know, for a large, if you're, if you're timetabling and you're planning, you know, anything over a few hours work, you should be not thinking of it as being big blocks of, you know, two, mm -hmm. three hours, but instead, you know, it depends how you work. Some people like a, 25 minute you know the, the, the pomodoro technique mm, is, yeah. is where the where this uh, some italian guy i think had his, a tomato timer on his desk and you know <laughs> came up with this world changing yeah. idea which nobody apparently thought of before but so 25 minutes work and then your five minute break 25 minutes 
five minute break and then you do that kind of three times and then you maybe have a longer break the idea is that you're always I mean, if you're like me, you're always working towards your break. You know that is the the little nugget of reward at the end of the time that you're that you're doing your work. And the, the theory, I think, is that you keep you know you maintain a kind of higher level of productivity over a longer period of time. Where instead of uh, if you just try to you know blitz it and do three four hours solid, where your your first hour or hour and a half might have been pretty good, but then you just start to kind of wilt and, and, and kind of lose concentration after a while and. You know, so certainly that's what, you know, with, with that type of thing, I think breaks is really important motivator. Uh, and, and I think you can see, you know, Ben was talking about doing things that you want to do and, and factoring them into your plan, like overall. And I think that's true. You know, if you get a night out and you've got, a, a, or you've got something that you want to do, you've got a unit task that you, you also need to get out of the way. You know, you can use that that thing that you're 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 keen to do as the motivation to, to get the hours in before it, because, I mean, chances are you might just go and go in the night out anyway if you hadn't done the work. But the night out is not going to have the same. I mean, I'm not saying you enjoy it, but I've certainly been there before where you've got that thing in the back of your head, thinking, "Oh, I wish I'd done the hours." And you know, I've still got this thing to do when I get, you know, when I get up tomorrow. Whereas, you know, if you hit your target the day before, and then you can go and enjoy that 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 reward with with the kind of weight off your shoulders a wee bit. So I think breaks work in the same way as a kind of motivating factor to to work harder over a period of time. Yeah, I think the other thing I'm a big fan of is um, habits. So trying to swap bad habits for good habits. So there's quite an interesting book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about the idea that if you, you know, add a habit onto your day and you do it regularly enough, you can sort of that can become part of your regular day. And sometimes we don't feel in the mood to sit down and do work and we don't you know, feel like, oh, yes, I'm going to spend today doing it. Sometimes it's literally I have to sit down and make myself do a bit of this until I get myself into that routine. And I find that sometimes works for me that I just have to make myself do it. And it's maybe that idea of the reward, Kevin, of thinking, well, OK, there's a reward at the end of it, but you've got to, you're have got you going to have to do the hard work first to get to that reward. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes the, the, the output itself is the reward, you know, so, you mm. know and I've, I've worked with students over the years where they've been terrible with time management and told themselves they could never work with a plan. And sometimes when you see them do the, you know, do a plan over a couple of weeks and they get, you know, it's, it's just that satisfaction of two or three days of hitting really small targets on their to-do list and stuff. And it's like you get in a kind of streak, you know, you, it's like you say, you become, it's like a habit, you know, it's just, you're yeah. just kind of using different terms than you here, Linda, but exactly like what you say, you know, you become, it becomes, you know, a habit. You also become kind of more satisfied with yourself and you become more reluctant to kind of break the break the trend that you've established. It's, you know, I've seen it happen so many times that just a, a, a small successes with planning can really build a, a great foundation for, for going on with managing time and, and dealing with it. Yeah, that, that's very much the idea of, of that book that I mentioned, that if you set yourself a very big goal, you're sometimes setting yourself up to fail. But if you actually set very small goals and work towards it, you will you will achieve and then you will get that sort of regular satisfaction of having doing that done that small thing that you, you needed to do that day. Um, you know, and that and that can help. What do you do, Ben, if you've just had a bad day? What if your time management has just gone out the window? Is that it? Do you just think I can't do this? Or how do you get back on track? It is difficult when you have those days where you're just, you know, you're either not getting anything done or it's just mm. not going the right way. Um, I mean, I, I think, again, to kind of come back to the idea of, of you know, 
some things are rigid and you kind of can't change them and other things you can't you can always rejig your schedule you can always change things like you say um it sounds really obvious but honestly i mean just breaking things into smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller chunks until they become manageable so if you sat there thinking i've got this you know giant article that i need to read and i don't understand it and you know i'm just not making any progress with it it's like well why not read one section of it? You know, read like read the introduction or something like that a couple of times and really try and process that. And then at least you understand that part, you know, rather than kind of just plowing on through it and, and you know, not making any progress or that kind of thing. Um, I'm also, and I know we talked about this before, but I, I do think that breaks are very underrated. Um, yeah. There's very good evidence that says that actually just going for a very short walk is remarkably good at kind of clearing your head and, and getting you thinking and that kind of thing. And even just sort of breaking that that cycle of, you know, if you're sat in front of the computer and you're staring at that blank word processing document, you know, go and make a cup of tea and just have a think about it and that kind of thing and, and mm-hmm. you know, see if things break. So um, I think the thing about, you know, having a bad day is there is the temptation to sort of throw the whole thing away and sort of say, well, you know, it started badly and it's only going to get worse from here. And it's like, well, actually, it's not necessarily and the way to do it is to change something up and and make the change and do something different um whether that's you know change the routine change what you're doing you know have a break that kind of thing um I am not going to pretend that I have succeeded in this every time there have been days where I've just completely given up and closed the laptop down and thought nothing's going to happen today um but you know sometimes you can get away with that other times you can't and other times you really know, like particularly if you've got, you know, deadlines or exams or that kind of thing, um, you have to find a way to make it work. You know, it's in your best interest to try and find a way to make it work. So, you know, switch it up. And the other thing I would say just quickly is um, don't feel like you're completely stuck on your own with this kind of thing. Um, you know, when it comes to time management, it is a very personal thing and it's your calendar and that kind of thing. But, you know, everyone is is dealing with similar things in terms of, you know, deadlines and, um, you know, exams and lectures and that kind of thing so reach out to your peer group reach out to other people who are in the course see if they're struggling and you know even just breaking up something like if you're not making any progress for yourself get a study group together or something like that Mm -hmm. and all kind of motivate each other and that kind of thing because then there's more of a almost more of a motivation to do it because it's like well now everybody's in the same pot kind of working together and there's more of that sense so that can be quite a good way of breaking it up as well I think yeah. that's a, a great point and it's best, you know, because planning it is such a lonely process. Ultimately, you're, you're only answerable, you're only answering to yourself, really. So that's mm-hmm. why it's easy not to go with a plan and or to, to cut it off or to, to scrap it. And just like Ben said, you know, in my experience of working with students where I was, you know, working with the same student over a long period of time, you know, doing short-term plans um, with them, the, the fact that student knew that I was going to ask them about it the next week I wasn't going to shout at them if they didn't, hadn't done their hours. You know, I wasn't going to be annoyed. I was just, the plan was for them. It didn't affect me. Well, I mean, I would have just wanted them to do it, but just involving somebody else in the planning process, you know, the, is, is a is an excellent way to kind of, you know, be more accountable to the hours you've done because, or you're trying to do it because you know that at some point somebody's going to ask you about it and, and then you're faced with that decision of if you've not done the hours, I'm, you know, am I going to, lie somebody who doesn't really care about it or mm. you know am I going to tell the truth and, and, and actually admit that, that I didn't hit the target um, so it's you know and that's one great way of, of working with your peers so you can all do a plan together and maybe a wee bit of healthy competition might come to, into it as well you know <laughs> the one that doesn't, yeah. doesn't hit yeah. your hours and yeah. so you know I think it's a really good a really good point there yeah I've literally had friends say Ben you're not allowed to come around to this thing you know we're all 
getting together. You're not allowed to come around unless I see that you've finished that essay. Wow. <laughs> you've got real, so, some real friends here, man. Real you'd, be, you'd be amazed how quickly you can write under those circumstances. <laughs> And I guess on that note, we, we need to make sure that we manage our own time management in this podcast. Yeah, so that would I, be really ironic if this that would be ironic if we ran, ran on. Aye. Exactly. Aye. So so I need so I need to stop it now. Um, but hopefully, some quite good um, tips and hints there, and um, hopefully, people can realise that you know you know they're not the only ones struggling with time management I think we all struggle with it in in different ways every week Um, and just remember as well that you can you know as Kevin said you know we can help you sort of come up with time plans and discuss your time management so you can book one-to-one appointments with any of us to to have a chat about time management help you come up with realistic plans that kind of thing and you can obviously book with us through my day on the careers and skills web pages and we'd love your comments and feedbacks on the podcast. So if there's a topic you want to hear us have a wee blether about, then please drop a line to skills at uws.ac.uk. Thanks for listening. Bye.